2: G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, our a weekly NRL fantasy podcast, we're at the live last show, the Talking League 2021 NRL Fantasy Awards, we've got 10 categories leading into the Rabs Warren Medal, which will crown our fantasy stud of the year. Tonight we are full strength, boys from New Zealand, the boys from Australia, we're all combining to have our greatest show of all time, I feel. And we've got a great crew, let's introduce them all in. First we've got Andrew Burden.
0: Guys, it's uh, great to be here. First one off the rank, This is I'm excited, this is going to be really, really exciting.
2: Andy, first things, mate, you're looking dapper. Who are you dressed by tonight? <laughs>
0: Uh, well, actually I actually had this suit for my brother's wedding. It's, uh, it's pretty decent. It's for my, my best suit.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, he went he went all out. So um, I, I wouldn't say it's quite Hugo Boss, but it's it's Peter Jackson. It's a nice little fancy suit. with. <laughs> to match it up. You are looking great. <laughs> match it up with a nice Peter Jackson shirt. So uh, thank you, Adam.
2: And Eddie, you brought a date tonight, I, I hear?
0: Yeah, my lovely missus um, is going to come and uh, hand me the the votes and the victors for all the nominees. So she's taken part in that. So God bless her. She's put through a whole season of fantasy. So she deserves a round of applause. Well done, babe.
2: It's also about everyone, you know, rewarding. Rewarding the partners and the kids as well. Especially. Now, Andy, what are you most looking forward to on tonight's show?
0: Um, Look, there's a couple of ones that I knew, a couple of um, players that I knew was clear favourites, but I'm looking forward to the tight ones. I think there's a couple... Uh, that could be tight. I'm excited to see who is going to win and who is coming just short. So I think there'll be a few um, mishaps in here. Nice. But let's... ultimately, just ready for the show.
2: All right, let's move over to New Zealand and the stunning Kyle Lomas. He is looking great. Cole, welcome. And I'll just introduce you in first. Ladies and gentlemen, Kyle Lomas.
3: <laughs> yeah, thanks, DK. Um been excited for this show for a little while now since it was announced and that we got invited to it. So uh yeah, yeah, been really looking forward to it. Um yeah, I'm just ready to crack on and uh, and hear some hear who the winners are and, and who the duds
2: are. Cole, you're looking very, very dapper yourself and you got a nice little number happening there. Who's who's dressed you tonight?
3: Uh I dressed myself. I've been out of the Navy quite a while now, so I've sort of forgotten how to dress up tightly. But, um, no, I, I came out with the beautiful black blazer and the, uh, the stunning 1995 original Warriors jersey. Um, even better, it had a collar, so I was able to attach the tie tightly as well.
2: Looking good. And, Cole, what are you most looking forward to on tonight's awards?
3: Uh, yeah, just looking forward to um, uh, seeing who the winners of the different awards were. Um, as Andy said, there were some real, real tight um um contests for who took out the gold mill uh just also looking forward to um, enjoying the company with you um good good fellows um obviously meet, haven't met any of you guys but um, i'm really looking forward to enjoying the company with you all and um and having some good banter and some good laughs and a, and a couple of cold beers
2: definitely now let's turn over to one of the characters and introduce Tim Ballantine
1: <laughs> How's it going
2: right, Timmy. The fans are just going wild.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm used.
2: I'm used to it now. <laughs> now, t- Timmy, usually you're dressed and your your granny she irons your clothes. With lockdown, you've had to mend for yourself. What's happened? Who's dressing you tonight? Yeah,
1: my mum's dressed me tonight. Um, I've got a nice rough, Ralph, Ralph Lauren shirt on, and uh, I don't know where my jacket from. Helen Signs maybe, and um, and the bottom half it was supplied by our jockey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we've seen your bottom half. <laughs> no one else needs to.
2: <laughs> oh god!
1: It'll get flagged R eighteen if you did it.
2: What are you most looking forward to on tonight's awards, there, Tim?
1: Oh, just just a good chat. Eh? I, I love the banter so. Good that's, lad. That's the best part of
2: it all. All right, let's go live to Newcastle now and introduce one of our favourite sons, Joshua Corby. Will
4: they stop clapping? PK, how are you? I'm, nerv- I'm nervous again. It's like we're starting all over again.
2: They <laughs> <day> dot. <laughs> you are looking fantastic tonight, apart from the jersey, but tell the ladies and gentlemen what you're wearing tonight.
4: It's an old Penfolds. It's uh, the 90s, Draggies. I was looking at a couple of the signatures on the back. There was uh, Chuck Mundine and Lee Murphy were two that stood out. The others are just, I don't know, it could have been anyone just walking (laughs) past the change room that night when I got them to sign it. The jacket is, uh, I don't know whose it is. I went to a footy reunion in Bathurst this year and (laughs) put my jacket over to the side and had a dance and... I didn't work out it wasn't mine until I got home, so this will be the last time I wear it because it doesn't go with the pants.
2: I like it. Um, <laughs> now, Corbs, this is a big night for you. You've got a few of your studs with nominations. What are you most looking forward to tonight?
4: Yeah, I'd like a few of my boys to uh, get up there and, and uh, get the medals, but yeah, I'll, I'll back up, Kyle. I haven't um, done one with the, the other two boys, Shooter and Joy Arrow, so I'm looking forward to uh, doing the pod with them tonight. Definitely. I'm, now, sick of, I'm sick of you two others.
2: <laughs> That's you fair. Need some, need some fresh fair. faces. All right. <laughs> Last but not least, our NRL player who weekly graces our things, but he hasn't had the best season. He's been caught with strippers and he's been kicked out of Origin <laughs> Camp. He's the bad boy. Welcome, Jai Arrow. Dude.
5: G'day fellas, how are
2: we? happy. Huh? up? Drippin' up Alright Ed, do you want to clear up some things Like you and Arrow have never been seen together In the same place at the same time Admit that you're Jairo uh, You caught
5: me mate You
2: caught me Now Joy, I know that you don't love dressing up But you're looking pretty good with your, your jacket there mate Who's dressed you tonight?
5: Uh, yeah, generally I can dress
2: myself if I do put the light on, my pants.
5: Um But yeah, it's just, <laughs> just a Warriors jersey with old jacket slapped on top of it, mate. There you go. No
2: dramas. And Joy, mate, I know you're nominated, hey, but what are you most looking forward to in tonight's awards?
5: Well, obviously me taking out middle of the year, no doubt.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're a very confident young man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to it. We've gibbered for eight minutes to get that intro going, so we've strapped for time already. But we've got ten awards. We've got the Gus Gould Medal for the Dud of the Year. We've got the Matthew Ridge Medal for the Wing Fullback of the Year. Mal Meninga Medal for the Centre of the Year. Braitha Asta Medal for the Half of the Year. The Blocker Roach Medal for the Mid of the Year. Paul and Curtis Sirenen, Edge of the Year. Robbie Farrah, the greatest of all time. Medal, Hooker of the Year. Jordan Pretty Ricky Award for the Rookie of the Year. Talking League Medal for the Narrative of the Year. And the big one, the Way Warren. How good is this bloke? (laughs) Stud of the Year, which we presented by Corby. But... Let's get to it. I'm just going to share this screen. The first award we'll be doing will be the Mal Meninga Award for the Centre. A bit of uh, technical game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How good that? And, yeah. your no-
2: and your nominations for the <clears throat> 2021 Meninga Medal. Branko Lee, who has not played a game this year. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Ramian, Cronulla Sharks. Matt Burton, Penrith Panthers. Joey Manu, Sydney Roosters. Dane Gagai, South Sydney Rabbitohs. Jake Avarillo, Canterbury Bulldogs. Marion Seve, Melbourne Storm, Will Chambers, Melbourne, oh, well, no, Sharkies. <laughs> Justin, Justin <laughs> Olum, me. <laughs> Melbourne Storm, Jack Bird, St. George of Dragons, Morgan Harper, aka Lionel Richie, Manly Seagulls, and he's nominated himself, Mal Maminga. <laughs> Now, to present the award, Mr. Carl Lomas.
4: Woo!
3: (laughs) uh, Get it, Carl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, I've got no envelopes. Uh, Right. (laughs) The centre of the year was uh, the closest uh, award to be presented tonight with the most closest votes, separated by first and second by two votes. The winner (laughs) this year... For the first ever Talking League Awards, is Penrith Panthers Matt Burton, with one hundred
0: and eight votes. On you, Maddie.
2: Wow! Congratulations to Maddie Burton, Kyle. Like you mentioned, that was a scintillating vote. There was just between what was it? Jesse Ramian, Burton, Manu, Gagai, and Avarillo—some top contenders. Tell me your thoughts about the centre position this year, mate.
3: Um, Well, yeah, as we know, it's been the most Mickey Mouse position going around. Um, You know, everyone's had problems in this position all year. There's been injuries. um, There's been suspensions. There's been Seamy. There's been James Roberts. um, Absolute fucking porcupines. Um, Just terrible. Um, You know, yeah, definitely the hardest position this year. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, as I said, um, that, some of them didn't live up to the hype that we expected. Some names, Sini, Roberts, Bird, Kelly, Peachy, Best, Lomax. They were all failures. Um, you know, I can't push back on, on Matt Bird into winning the award, though. You know, like he had an awesome season, both in reality and fantasy. Didn't miss a game all year. He he wasn't suspended. He wasn't injured. Yep. He came in, obviously, round four when Paul Marossi got suspended and he took his chance and and owned it and uh, proved very valuable
2: when that's in the position this year. Definitely. All right, let's move on.
0: <clears throat> <laughs> love the music.
2: <laughs> and next up, we've got the 2021 Paul and Curtis, Sirenin, a.k.a. The Ghost, for the Edge of the Year. Now the nominations. The good boy himself, Adam Elliott. <laughs> David Fafita. Ryan Madison. Isaiah Papali. Angus Crichton. Tohu Harris. Mitchell Barnett. Jordan Pretty Ricky. Talakai. Tyson Frizzell. Curtis Sirinan. And... Josh Burden Curran <laughs> Now Andy to present the 2001 and medal
0: Thank you i just love to get my um, the Victor boats
2: And how outstanding is Bridget looking
0: tonight <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> So we've got the um, edge of the year the Paul and Curtis and medal this is the winner is so a couple of good nominations there. This one was was less jokes and more quality in the um in the lineup. But uh, <laughs> I'd like to pronounce, announce the winner, Isaiah Papali'i, <clears throat> uh, AKA Ice or IPAP. Andy,
2: as, uh, he was a fan favourite of yours from the very start. You picked him up from round one. And just ran with him, but realistically, he's been one of the great signings of the last ten years. Talk me through the ed- edge position.
0: Oh, geez, the edge position was tough. You ha- you had the obviously the um, everyone jumping on the Fafita train, hoping that he was going to be the best come into the year. Uh, then you had, <clears throat> excuse me, Madison was another um, vote who was go- who was touted to be one of the best. Um, but IPAT mate, he started at five hundred twenty nine k. Pretty cheap coming from the Warriors. Only had, only needed two games off the bench to show BA was a starter. And he also walked into a lot of fantasy teams uh, those first coming games too. But also, he walked into a lot of fantasy players' hearts. This one, especially being from Pat Madder as well. You, you, oh, Pat. Uh, at his season average, was 62.8 fantasy points. And the final price was 722K. So he made made just shy of 200K. Okay, so not too bad for him. Uh, I'd like to special mention to Tohu Harris, who was on track to be the best mid and the edge, and Mister Consistent. There should be another award that should be Mister Consistent next year, I reckon. I should have thought about earlier, but. (laughs) And also special mention to Josh Jackson, who became a beautiful pod, uh, ending up on fifty-seven point three fancy points. So it was a very very tough. Uh, edge position battle, but I think it's it's easy to see IPAP oh, with the with the results there. He's just he was just a weapon, and I think he ended up being a keeper towards the end. That 200k meant nothing because everyone had him in his team. So, oh, Shadoos,
2: congratulations, <laughs> Isaiah Papa Lee. All right, moving on. <laughs> Now, this is a great category, and this is one led by the actual podcasts. It's a 2021 Talking League narrative medal. For regular listeners of Talking League, you'll know that we gibber a lot, and we put some really silly things out there. But what I've done tonight is I've got the most experienced member of the fantasy community within our, within our team, Jai Arrow. He's been around for so long. He's the best to probably explain how these different words have just come about. <laughs> The nominations for the best words tonight are Gut Feel Pedigree Putting Out Spot Fires Playing In A Dinner Suit Delete App Need More Trades Trading The House Down Flat Track Bullies I can't even say that word. <laughs> His due, Not Playing Next Year Bathora The great one, the three-date rule, and huge. Now, to present the narrative medal is Jai Arrow Eddie Durham.
5: Woo! Let's see what we've got. Name, right, and the one is delete app.
2: Now, Eddie, you've been around for so long, yep. and you've probably seen a lot of people delete apps in the past and turn up the very next season. Explain the first few and your favourites to the fantasy community.
5: I uh, would well, delete apps. Pretty self-explanatory, basically. <laughs> you, you'll have a week where your captain you gets in. Two other jokers you are counting on 54 or go sub-30 and the opponent in your head-to-head, everything will go to gold, and you just sit there and say, fuck this, you pack a massive sand and threaten to delete the app. But maybe you might even delete the app, but by Tuesday afternoon when next TLT comes around, you pick your lip up and get back into it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like wasn't that.
5: it. It wasn't actually my but my favourite one. Is as as one that's uh, really big in the preseason, and that's training the house down. Every preseason of every year, without fail, you'll hear that's attached to about fifty different players <laughs> each year. <laughs> I mean, it's pre It's preseason training. If you're healthy. It's not training the fucking mouse down. It'll, it'll be you up next, next season. It'll never die.
2: Oh, Joey, um, worst,
5: the worst one's three date rule. That <laughs> day, the-
2: <laughs> you are kidding yourself. It's one of the great inventions of all time. Serbit of
0: pussies. <laughs> Who do we all vote for for this one? Actually, this be an interesting
2: one. Oh, I voted for myself. Three, <laughs> the three,
0: three,
3: three days
2: <laughs> for sure. All right, moving on. We'll give it a little bit of a clap for Joy Arrow. Some of your best work there. To clap for your dial-up internet as well.
5: Yeah, <laughs> every fucking week.
2: <laughs> All right, where are we going to move on to? Oh, this one's going to be a great one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, continuing the show, we've had some great award winners so far, but I think this is going to be one of the great categories of all time. Let me just get this on screen for everyone to see. Now, the next one, the 2021 Braith Anasta medal. Not only was Braith a premiership winner, a representative star, but he dominates on Fox Sports at the moment with some scintillating comments from game to game now the nominations for the 2001 Brayton Astor medal Nathan Cleary Daly Cherry Evans the great man Jerome Hughes the greatest origin player of all time Mitchell Moses the second greatest player in origin of all time Mitchell Pierce Cam Money Munster Cody Walker. The Sharks Young Gun, Braden Trindle. Tommy Dearden. <laughs> Ash Taylor. Luke Brooks. And the goat himself, Cooper Cronk. Now to step up to present this award, we've got Timmy Ballantyne.
1: I just want to. I just want to say first off that only makes sense that I present the glamour pos- positions.
2: <laughs> well, you, Such are, a glamorous you, guy. you are a yeah. cover model. You are a cover model.
1: So I've got my envelope here that uh, TK faxed me the results today, <laughs> and uh, I'm actually expecting something left field here, like Stacey Jones to win, because that would only be right. <laughs> uh, but, your, but your 2021 uh, halfback or half of the year is. Captain Obvious Nathan Cleary <laughs> <laughs> Woo.
4: It
1: was a sure thing. Yeah, I, I actually am going to vote for Nathan Cleary I'm, I don't know why I didn't but I didn't <laughs>
2: <laughs> who did you vote for? were you the guy yeah, that Rome voted Hughes. for Braden Dr- Trindle? Drone <laughs> no, Dr- Hughes that's a fair call Drone's had a stellar season like next best after Cleary Tim who's your pick out of all the other boys? Jerome Hughes. <laughs> Is this because he's Kiwi? Is there any, like...
1: Yeah. No, I just, I, I think he's on par with probably being the best halfback in the comp at the
5: moment. He's a
1: completely different player to Cleary, but I think he's, yeah, there's not much separating them.
2: Yeah. Talk me through the position. Who would be your top five in that position, mate? Oh, well, you've got Cleary, Jerome,
1: probably Reynolds. DCE Johnson. and pr- obvious you've got to throw Mitch Moses in there I guess in the, in the top five
2: <laughs> Very, oh, Sean, John- no. Sean
1: Johnson is probably second actually <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sean Johnson good luck to you boys next year alright moving on and the next one this is might be a this is a big one for Corbs now the 2021 oh, Blocker Roach Medal. For the mid of the year, the nominations, ah. Jai Arrow.
0: Woo, our very own.
5: <laughs>
2: Payne Haas. Aaron Woods. Cameron Murray. Josh Jackson. James Fisher Harris. Connor Watson. Jordan McLean. Add in for Blake, Martin Tabau, Junior Polo, and Stefano Udo Kamanu. Now, with the 2001 Blocker Roach Medal, take it away, Joshua Corby. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, no.
2: Has he turned off his headset? I can't hear him.
4: Oh, I'm good. Sorry. <laughs> and the winner is Payne Hass. Oh, fuck. Right. A mile. That's Unlucky. a recount. Yeah. <laughs> the way he has been moving lately, he just shouldn't be able to for the size of him. And Yeah, obviously there's a very special, very special mention for my boy Stefano.
2: Maybe he was good he was,
4: and Dizzy yeah. come good the last couple of weeks.
2: I saw a few fake narratives that you have been creating lately, Corbs. Is this just because of the love?
4: Well, this was a narrative from the get-go. This was my prize narrative all year. <laughs> like my prize pig just taken to market and he, <laughs> fetch, he fetched the best sale easily. <laughs> but, yeah, there were some good ones in there. I mean, I don't know. The mids is a bit different now, isn't it? Like... Um, the other boys might be able to sort of comment to, on it a little bit more, but it used to be in the day, this was your captain choice, like a yep. solid mid, mm. um, but Haas was a little bit down on his average from last year, but, yeah, they're, they're, you're not even looking at them. It's halves and wing of fullbacks now, which are, <clears throat> are your captain choices quite obviously. You're not even – I mean, a few people went the safe option for Haas with, when a few big guns were out, but even then – um, he was getting outscored by multiple people.
2: Yeah, we got some good jewels out of that position, but didn't we with Joshie Jackson and Cameron Murray? Some value, IPAP as well.
4: Yeah, IPAP was – I mean, yeah, if Tohu was there, IPAP would have given Hass a run for his money. But, yeah, Hass is just – he's just a freak. And because the Broncos have got no one up there, he
2: uh,
4: he seems to get a lot more born, able to do a bit
2: more. Definitely. All right, moving on. Alright, the next one Is going to be Named after one of my favourite players of all time Jordan Pretty (laughs) Ricky
4: One of the all time
2: great rookies And great looking men That's ever graced The field of the NRL Now the nominations Rhys Walsh New Zealand Warriors Josh Shuster Manly Sea Eagles Sammy Walker, Sydney Roosters; Dane Laurie, West Tigers; Zach Cini, West Tigers; and T. Wilton Cronulla Sharks. Now to present is Tim Timothy, who is the winner of the Jordan Ricky Medal. I'll just
1: grab my envelope again. There, his specs over. Uh, so the, the 2021 Rookie of the Year is uh Reese Walsh. Now I've got a I've actually got a bit of a fun fact about Reese Walsh. And it's a, when Reese Walsh was born, TK was just entering his early thirties. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow, I like that one. Now, but, shoot uh, uh, he,
1: he's had a good year. High score of um, 74, um, and he's the Warriors dream boy. He's probably every man in New Zealand's man crush, I think, now now that
2: Roger's gone to rugby. When you have a look at this list shooter, it's dead set the Brisbane Broncos under-20s team from two years ago because every single player pretty much has played for the Broncos at some stage. But some impressive names and some impressive performances from these guys, like Joshy Shuster, a Kiwi, Sam Walker. Even though he can't bench press his own weight, he is just killing it. <laughs> but who do you like out of these? Give just have a little rundown from you of these rookie, this rookie class of two thousand and
1: twenty-one. Well, uh, my, my my pick was actually fantasy-wise was Josh Schuster. I I think apart from that little run where he had no game time, where he was injured, and there was all the rumours that he had weight problems or something, and there's all all sorts carrying on. But I think he's probably had one of the best years out of all of them um, consistently um, Sam Walker another one He's he's been as small as he is he's, he's had some pretty big games and um, he's carried that Roosters team pretty, pretty well for someone that weighs about 45 kg
2: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely Shooter, thank you for presenting that award Alright, moving on And this is one of my favourite ones For tonight He's an all-time great Probably what could be described As the greatest hooker of all time
0: Yeah,
4: Robbie
2: We're talking about Robbie Farah. 2021 uh, Robbie Farah medal For the hooker of the year Your dominations From the Brisbane Broncos Danny Levi Reed Money, Parramatta Eels Damien Cook, South Sydney Rabbitohs. Ben Hunt, St. George Illawarra Dragons. Jaden Braley, Newcastle Knights. The Cheese, Brandon Smith from the Melbourne Storm. Sioni Katoa from Canterbury Bulldogs. Robbie Farrah from... he doesn't even have a team. Harry Grant from Melbourne Storm. Andy's favourite, Connor Watson from the Newcastle Knights. Lachlan Croker from the Manly Sea Eagles. And Cameron Smith from the GOAT team. (laughs) Now to present the 2021 Robbie Farah medal, we have Kyle.
3: Well... To be honest, there wasn't anyone else that could have uh, won this medal or definitely was more deserving of this medal. And it's uh, my uh, countryman, Brandon, pray for our souls.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the cheese. Now, Kyle, he has become an elite hooker. Some say maybe the best hooker in the game right now. Talk to me about what you saw in the cheese this year.
3: Oh, mate, he's a. he was so solid through the middle for the storm. You know, he shored up the defence. He has got the attacking skill, you know, of of Cameron Smith. Um, I think, you know, uh, being taught by him uh, during his his younger years, he really, um, you know, he really plays like Cameron Smith did um, with those darts out of dummy half. You know, he, he pushes for the line when he's close. He scores tries. You know, he was told earlier in the year, stop scoring them, um, you know, he carried on going and, and I think that he's definitely deserving of this medal this year, you know, like um, he's just got so many attacking stats to go along with his already enormous base base stat, you know, he's, he's a work, he's just a machine. He just goes and goes and goes, um, yeah, fully deserving. Um, but there were some real close runners up and there could have been a few others that could have got this medal too, you know, uh, Reid Marnie, you know, I think if he wasn't as um, injury prone as he has been this year, he probably would have pushed um pushed for for this place as well, along with um Harry Grant. Uh, you know, everyone's already talking about Harry Grant as being one of the best up and coming um hookers uh in the game right now. Um I, I I don't I don't definitely don't disagree with that. Um another surprising one though this year was Damien Cook. I um, mean, you know, he was he was pulled third. I just don't, you know, this year he just he just fed, you know, Cody Walker and, and Adam Reynolds. He didn't need to dart out of dummy half too much because he's got so much good attack outside him, you know, especially, you know, we see Dane Gagai and um, Alex Johnson on the left there for South. They just – he doesn't need to who run those scintillating runs anymore when he's got guys like that outside him. So fully deserving of this medal, the countryman, Brendan Smith.
2: Yeah, Kyle, it was a bit of a changing of the guard in the hooker position this year because yep. at the start of the year, we had what was called the brothel strategy, which was just your team stacked with hookers. But yep. as we saw the new rules be implemented, the things of the past with Hook is just dominating. It totally erased. Even someone like Brandon Smith, he's only averaging in the mid-50s. So it's a very interesting position moving forward.
3: Yep. Yep, it's always been a strategy of mine to run with about three or four hookers I think I started without four this year and I was down to two pretty fast because they were just shit and that was Jaden Braley and, and Brendan Smith so is that, I am Damien is, Cook
0: Is that the same as fantasy as well or
3: just <laughs> uh, Hooker's the only position you have to play for to find out who was the winner this year
2: Don't no, I got you I got you Carl Omas <laughs> On you Carl All right, ladies and gentlemen, we move forward. And next position is the 2021 Matthew Ridge Award. He's an all-time great. And this is actually not a piss take. He is actually probably the greatest fullback of all time. And the nominations for the 2001 Matty Ridge Medal. Tom Turbo Travojevic. James Overrated Tedesco. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Toho The Trill The Fighter Mitchell Clint I captain the worst team On the planet Gutherson
0: Oh please Nick (laughs) Get out of here
2: I have ripped off The Bulldogs Kotrick Will The greatest fullback Of all time Kennedy
5: just Ronaldo Mulatalo
2: (laughs) Sione (laughs) Katoa Connor Tracy Mayween Perotti, Nico <laughs> Hines, and Ruben Garrick. Some sensational Sharkies players there.
0: I'm surprised <laughs> Matt Boylan's not there.
2: They all <laughs> deserve. Now, to present <laughs> your 2021 Matty Ridge Medal, I turn over to Joy Arrow himself.
5: Oh. I've got an envelope here with the um, the winner in there, but I reckon we can probably just rip that up. That's <laughs> not good. To get that it's obviously Tommy fucking <laughs>
2: <laughs> Now, amidst the audience here, Jai, did you have confidence in him being the man that he was this year, Tommy Turbo? Did I be- beforehand? Yes, beforehand. No, 28 weeks later.
5: And initially, uh, I fucked up initially because I didn't get on him straight away because I was combination of worried about his hamstrings and then Origin was turning up. But fuck me, I didn't realize he was going to come out that hot. Ended up averaging, like, was it seventy nine eighty? Yeah, Just unreal.
2: One of the all-time greats. What about the rest position? You were big on James Tedesco. I think I'm going to end up owing you about 50 bucks, but it's going to come tight because Will Kennedy's <laughs> scoring 200 this weekend.
5: Uh, you know T- Temesco, um as often happens at the crunch time end of the year, he goes absolutely nuts, averaging just a shit ton on the top end. But there's, there's always a period throughout the middle somewhere where he'll go to shit for a while and he'll drop way cheaper. So um, there's just always someone you just pick up when he's at DLR- the Later on,
2: all right.
5: To'o and Papp and at the start of the season were also absolutely outstanding. They both came out in the shit a lot. But Pepe's sort of body and head fell apart on them and To'o just quietened down as Dennis can't calm
2: down. Joy Arrow. <clears throat> all right ladies and gentlemen we move on and we have got the two big medals to finish the medal ceremony now gracing us with his presence is Gussie gould for the 2021 gus gould medal dud of the year your nominations zach cini west tigers (laughs) Zach Lomax St. George Illawarra Dragons David Hu (laughs) Fuzitua Corey Allen Joey LeLua, Nathan Cleary Yep (laughs) James Roberts Mitchell Moses Curtis Sirian Sean The Joker Johnson and Moses by. And for the winner, I present, I go to Andy.
0: Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, I think Cleary was pretty close, I'll tell you, if he it, if it didn't win the half of the year. But um, thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> so we've got that of the year, the Gus No-No-No medal. Have you got the, the Gus um, call on hand?
2: Yeah, I certainly do, Andy.
1: No no, no no no. No, 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 no,
0: no. No, 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 Perfect, perfect. Uh, drum roll, please. We have James Roberts. Yes. So he has um, earned a new nickname. He's aka the real ghost. As even even when he's on the field. He's still a ghost. He's still not there. So he's a real ghost, old uh, Jamie Roberts.
2: He was one of those so, guys, but wasn't he, Andy, like in the preseason when Wayne Bennett kicks you out, like it's pretty obvious you're not probably going to make it at another team, but did you pick him up in round one?
0: No, I didn't. He ha- he did have a lot of hype, though, so it was very, very tempting, think, especially when he was started off at uh, – where did he start off at? 336K. Ended up actually losing sixty one k towards the end of the year. (laughs) He he finished up on two hundred and seventy five. So, yeah, uh, unfortunately for him, he just he he averaged twenty two point five spanning over twelve games. So, I think he averaged he got one game over forty for the people who stuck with him. So, on you for that. But uh, yeah, I think he deserves it. There's too much hype. Everyone sort of rode the train, and uh, he fell short for a few. Uh, Special mentions though. Corey Allen, <laughs> Jeez, he, he had some high hopes, especially after his uh, great game at uh, at the shot at the Bunnies. I think anyone on the left side of the wing or fullback feeding off Walker is going to score well. So the Bulldogs fell into that trap and signed him for a couple of years at fullback, which he, I think he only played a couple of games there. But this has to be harder than scoring 60 points. He miraculously pulled off an incredible Zero points from 80 minutes. So, well done to Corey Allen for that one. And also, he tried to back it up in just two matches ago. He did it with a one out of 80, 80 minutes. So, he was oh, he was definitely a sure second place for me. But, yeah, special mention for Corey. But well done, James Roberts. Um, I'll send that in the mail to you. Uh, do I send it to Queensland or where you resigned it? Maybe just start just, <laughs> back to the Shire.
2: Send it to his balcony.
0: <laughs> if you can open it, yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time of night where the world stops. Because we have the 2021... Oh God, is this one? <laughs> the 2021 Ravs Warren. Now, Andy and Josh both talk to his son every Wednesday on SEN, and I know Chris will be very, very proud that we've named the stud of the year after his father, Ray Rabs warren Your nominations. Tom Travoyevich, Nathan Cleary. Daley Cherry Evans. David Fafita. Payne Haas. The hot favourite, Matt Moylan. It. It's it's my wasn't my
3: head. Head. Mitchell, a, the full one.
2: Mitchell Moses, <laughs> Adam Elliott, and the legend himself, Zach Sini. Now to present this prestigious medal, I turn over to Josh Corby.
4: UTK. Something I prepared earlier. <laughs> This is going to be done Dally M style and we'll start from the bottom and work our way up with this, Now It was interesting this year because we lost McInnes early who was going Mm -hmm. to push for this award. I sort of forgot about him, but then I got reminded that he's – I think he's doing a bit of training with Way Graham at the moment. He's already left us, the dog. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Then there was also Cookie. Cookie was supposed to be here, but he didn't even make the nomination. So – uh, Hass and Cleary were the, the sort of two big guns, and I thought it was going to be a battle between those two. Coming in fifth, DCE. And warranted, but he only got three votes uh, of our five 600 votes. 500, 600,000 also, not just. So there's a lot of votes that come in. But, yeah, he, he got overall total points. So he's uh, he deserves his spot in the top five here. Our big man, Payne Hass, who's already got an award, come in at fourth. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how he got in here. Sini he <laughs> coming in the third, third position. <laughs> but it was it was between two, and the votes difference was about ten percent. So there there was a little bit of difference still, but it was yeah. All the votes came in for the two big dogs in Cleary and Turbo, and it was sort of the tale of two two ends of the season. The Cleary owned the the first half mainly because Turbo wasn't there. <laughs> and then Turbo, um, from the middle to the back end, he's just been killing it. But the winner is, I better go back to my paper, Tommy Turbo picks up the prestigious Ray Rabs Warren Award.
0: Woo! How good is this, play? How good is this, play? How good is this, play? How good is this, play?
2: <laughs> Rabs is just going off. off. <laughs> he's live. <laughs> <laughs> Corbis is a great pick. Did you have any, I'd spoke to the boys before. Did they have confidence? I think it was Jai I was speaking to about Tommy Turbo. Where was your confidence level when he came back against the Gold Coast Titan, Titans in round eight, I think it was.
4: No, I I watched him twice, I think, and just cringed and just hated it. Watching every line break, try assist, try point. He just got, he was, yeah, like clear. He was doing the first few rounds and, I think I lost about 150, 180K in just jumping on him a bit late because he just shot up in price coming in mm. mid 400. Um, I actually voted for Cleary in this one, so I'm I'm going to get mm. uh, a bit of a negative one but because oh, Cleary's still got oh, th- 13 points on him in average, but I can well and truly see why people pick Turbo. Yeah, the funny thing is they, they're both sort of eight games shy of everyone else if they played full rounds with 15 and 14 games played so you'd uh, you'd think Turbo winning this award and Cleary with the shoulder surgery he's going to be first picked in, in everyone's team start next year
2: Corbs talk to me about the unicorn we all saw the fake points all year is Nathan Cleary really as good as his points say that he is
4: yeah I think so because he does so much kicking Luai does none and it seems like he's doing less these days. So the kick meters are awarded so well in fantasy. Um, And I I actually think well, when he hit the second one in the weekend, kicking the ball at the post, that was going dead by 30 meters. I mean, it had a bit of a curve on it, but his kicking game is just next level. And those bombs, I mean, he's sort of targeting (laughs) the right wingers and fullbacks, but, yeah, that's going to be a weapon in the finals. He's just... Running game's probably fallen off a little bit with his shoulder, but he's a freak. If you can own those two next year, sort of for the back end, you'd be laughing.
0: Well, he's actually cracked $1 million. He's he's priced at the moment at $1.024 million. So it's impossible to have him in Cleary next year. So it's either one or the other, Hmm. surely. Yeah. Yeah. Or do you just go pick up the whole 15 rookies and have those two with your team?
1: Well, it's actually lucky Mm. uh, Jimmy Roberts has dropped his price so much. (laughs) (laughs) He's
4: in next year. He's in. (laughs) There's your one-two punch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the 2021 NRL Fantasy Awards. We will continue the show with a few major questions looking at Things that we just couldn't vote on and uh, look into 2021. But before we do that, just want to thank all the boys for awarding the medals tonight.
0: Cheers, boys. Well done. You're well done. Great effort. Perfect presenting.
4: i going to have to get an agent after tonight.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Thank you
2: uh,
5: for thank you, that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Bridget. Now, boys, we've got five things we want to talk about. We want to talk about player regrets. We want to talk about surprise packets, player you held on too long, first chosen player for 2021, and finally, the player you will never choose again. Why don't we start with regrets? Because regrets are always just regretful. So, Andy, kick us off. Who is the player you regret? Oh, you Uh, most regret not picking up. My apologies.
0: Oh, okay. Um, Geez, not picking up. I can actually probably still say this was probably early on um, Nathan Cleary. I picked him up eventually, but this still hurt not picking him up earlier. Uh, Honestly, it it hurt so much seeing Corby with him. And he was just <laughs> celebrating every captaincy. He was just scoring 90 points, 95 points, 120. It, it was just hurting every time. And I was falling, falling far behind. And then you picked him up, TK. And I was just going, nah, oh wait. <laughs> and then just it kept going. His price is going up. So I eventually bit the bullet and picked him up. But, yeah, that was probably the player I should have picked up earlier. Um, yeah, I actually I read the thing as um, – Player, I regretted picking up. So, I'm not too sure if that's a question that is later.
2: A, that was a question yeah. later in the show. But my one was no. Isaiah Papa lee I just didn't buy the hype. I thought Sean Ooh. Lane was going to jump him. Andy fell in love with him, mm. and I was just trying to make Andrew, Andy angry. <laughs> that was my only explanation. <laughs> but moving on to you, joy Arrow, who was the player you regret not picking up?
5: Um, being late to the party on Turbo, it cost me it, co- it cost me a couple, at least a couple of hundred G and a shit ton of points. Um, I don't think I'll be able to start with them next year, but I'll to as soon as I can. <laughs> Cause, um, it was just punishing. Same with Papaliti, really, but because everyone had Turbo, so I was getting bad big time every week.
2: All right, moving on. Corbs. You've had a pretty good team and a good run this year, but who's the player you regret not picking up? Yeah, mine was Jerome Hughes.
4: I He hurt me. Uh, I didn't get on – I think you got on him, TK, and I don't know who I went instead of him. I can't even think back to – yeah, but he, he hurt me because he went on that run. It was about when you got him. You got him at the perfect time, I think round six. Through to round, and it was through that origin period, round fifteen, where you picked up some good rankings. Yeah, I don't think he hit his lowest. There was fifty-seven, just hitting seventies and eighties consistently. Um, and yeah, I, that always hurt me because I, I feel like I probably could have pushed a, a, the rankings. I mean, there's lots of what, what ifs, isn't there? At this time of season, mm. but yeah, that that one hurt me looking back because I, I did consider him, but I just, I oh, know I thought the Melbourne team would just take too much away from him but he dominated for a while there
2: yeah definitely kyle moving to you who was a player you most regret not picking up
3: yeah look um there are a couple mate um obviously nathan cleary being the big one but for me the biggest one was tommy turbo look you know i i gave him assholes and i said that his hammies weren't gonna last and i said he was gonna his hammy was gonna ping in uh, in the first round back in round six In uh he he Started off Strong as an ox And just went north From there and, You know um, I missed out on 640 points from him I didn't pick him up till around 19 I just couldn't get him in And I was putting out So many fires After that second Buy run That <laughs> I just I just You know uh, I was still gaining Some good ranks And I was I was moving my way up From from dropping away uh, Through the middle Middle stage there But Tommy just hurt me, man. He was just, every time I watched him, I just had to turn the game off because I was getting so pissed off watching him make line breaks, score 100-meter tries and lay on seven or eight bloody tries, you know. So he really hurt me, and I'm a bit annoyed that I didn't get him earlier in the season. Um, But, yeah, I don't know if I'll start him with him next year. As you guys have seen, that's out of Cleary and him, and I think Cleary is just too hard to pass up on, to be fair. So, yeah, for me, Tommy hurt me, but there were other players as well.
2: Now, moving to the cover model and the only man that's ever been out of trades after round eight, and that's Timmy no. Ballantyne.
4: Timmy, who's the player
2: yeah. you most regret seeing that you didn't have trades for 28, 20 rounds of the season?
1: Yeah, well, because I don't miss out on many players because I do so many, <laughs> many trades, but my one's a bit left field, and I, I actually feel like quite gutted that I missed out on Corey Hudawea, and naira in the middle of the season there. When he was killing it,
5: yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he was he was scoring some good points, and I just keep putting him off, putting him off, and then he tried to kill Jerome Hughes, and it just, yeah, <laughs> I, had no it. I had no trades. <laughs> I had I had no trades by him anyway I had to trade him <laughs> in or out or whatever. But I, at the time when he was killing it for I don't know how long it was, it was it was a good good period, maybe around Origin or something. He was in there and he was. Just scoring so well, and I just never picked them up. And it's always been something I regret for the rest of my life, probably. (laughs) I
2: like it. (laughs) All right, boys, moving on to the surprise packet. Who's the player that most surprised you? Tim, we'll stick with you while you're on a bit of a roll here, mate. Who's your surprise packet?
1: Uh, I say Papa Lee 120%. Oh, shit. um, I don't know what I've done there.
2: Can you still hear me? Thank God. saying that you're in your undies. (laughs) <laughs> they yeah. got it in so far
1: <laughs> Knocked knock, knock my phone over, got too excited um, Yeah, Papa Lee, he, um He killed it Because he was so so terrible at the Warriors I didn't think he was going to do anything And then um, I, I heard some interviews with him At the start of the year and I thought oh, Maybe, and I got him in pretty early so he, And I was very Impressed with how he scored the year So.
2: Nice. All right, Corbs, moving to you. Who was the surprise packet for you in two
4: thousand and twenty-one? Yeah, Papa Lee, but the other one, a bit of left field, was Lockie Croker. I bought him for three hundred k at the start of the year and knocked out a few good fifties when I needed him. Hey Corbs, Um, and then I ended up
2: selling him. Just a disclaimer: Is Lockie Croker your cousin's cousin?
4: No, his mum taught me at primary school. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, but then yeah, I I, uh, upgraded him to. Cam uh, Murray at the end So yeah He He did his job real well
2: Nice On my team Alright my one's the cheese I just didn't think that He had an elite Hooker In him And Jaden Bradley's First half of the season as well He proved that You know His first year back from ACL I think next year He will go from strength to strength But Andy Moving to you Who was your surprise packet
4: That's the best thing He said all night
2: <laughs> Andy you- <laughs> You muted yourself. While we wait for Andy, Jay, we'll go to you. Andy, you've muted yourself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so my surprise packet was uh, Recy Walsh. Uh, he, he was killer, honestly. Uh, um, the beautiful bloke from Brisbane. He, he had the eyes and everything. But just for a player to come in to his first game of football and actually out RTS for his fullback spot. Yeah, I know he was leaving, but mate, he gave it up for this bloke because he's seen talent. And 49.5 fantasy points average for your first game coming to play in the uh, in the back and fullback. Like they weren't going to play him. Yeah, Nathan Brown said, "No, nah, we're not going to play him full minutes. He's just he, we're going to sort of prepare him because he's too young." He played 80 minutes every game. Like that, that's that's a star player. And I was I was shocked. I picked him up luckily, but I was still shocked that he played that well.
2: Yeah, nice. Moving to you, Joy Arrow, who was your surprise packet for two
5: thousand twenty one? Um, and Garrick, um, both equal for me. Um, they've both been around for a little bit now and they've never looked like offering anything like in regards to fantasy, and then suddenly out of nowhere they both break bad and become full guns.
2: He's gonna be yeah. Out Garry. of the
5: blue, and yes, yeah, it it's it a big surprise. I don't think many people would have saw either of those.
2: Yeah. If mm. Turbo stays fit, he's gonna be pretty hard to ignore at the start of next year, Garrick.
5: Yeah, yeah, well can he bounce back I mean not bounce back, sorry, can he can he back that up and do it again? Like he he is still just a winger. Pretty hard to maintain those kind of scores. Catch put down. He's good.
2: Hands to wrap it up for it this.
5: If he can outscore whole teams like he did with the
2: <laughs> That's true. Now, to wrap things up on this category, Carl. Yep. Who was your surprise packet?
3: Yeah, look, um, I don't disagree with the, with uh the choices anyone here has made uh definitely um, Papaliti, but for me, um another winger And Brian Todd. He did the work of a of a fullback this year. You know, he took all the hard carries out of out of uh, the Panthers danger zone. He was consistently breaking tackles. You know, he would take two or three hit ups in a set in the first four tackles. You know, he was just monster. He was a monster for for Penrith, and he he changed games for them the way that his some of his runs and his tough carries were taken. You know, he was just running through forwards. You know, he was he was dominating forward backs with the way that he runs and the tough carries that he takes. Um, and I, I see that happening again next year, and he could be a, 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 an early pick for me while I'm, you know, making my decisions on my backs next year. He was instrumental. Okay, yeah, he had some low games, like all wingers do, but but man, he he was better than half the fullbacks this year. So for me, it's Brian Tuttall, but I don't disagree with Isaiah Papali'i either.
2: The Kiwis. All right, moving on, boys. Who is the player you held too long? Andy, kick us off.
0: Oh, this one. Jesus, should have dropped him after the first three games. Jaden Bro- Bloody Braley. Honestly, I've, I've held him for too long. We t- we said to drop him early, but I couldn't because of putting out spot fires everywhere. But <laughs> yeah, I think he was just average after the first couple of rounds. He scored well when, for some reason, maybe just defending a lot, but then just never sort of got back to that level. Um, he was just a thorn in my shoe. So I uh, should have dropped when you had the gut feel to drop him. But uh, yeah, he's my. He was my sort of um, uh, one-eye sort of you know, play that
2: holder too long. Always trusted your gut, Andy. Moving to you, Timmy, who's the player you held too long? Oh, wait, well, you've run out of trades after round eight, so what are we talking about? Yeah,
1: yeah it's, it's pretty much impossible for me to hold a player too long. Um, <laughs> but one player that I held from round one till now is Morgan
2: Boyle. <laughs> Millie's brother. You were holding Millie's brother.
5: What did even have I
1: don't know. I don't know what what I was thinking, really. But I, mean, I, just, I just I just could never get rid of him. There was, it wasn't worth any money. And got injured or whatever, and they you know, cashed just, down that never left. Eddie's got a point. Yeah, it was like a ball and chain, and I just was stuck with him.
2: Like, <laughs> just following on what, from what Ed just said, did you have him from round one? Yeah, yes, I did. Oh, my God. He played
5: Damn. one game this year. He played.
1: you got to
2: get him for
5: 2022? Round, I might consider it because I, I like very, to say first,
1: first like loyal. I was probably more loyal to him than any of my other players, so he'll probably, probably be my captain next year.
3: First pick next year to Loop.
2: Fair call. Now, my one was Angus Crichton. After his pre-seasons of brilliance, he got suspended three times, he missed six games for a guy that's 700K. Like, yeah, especially when we can pick up Ipap, who played literally every game but this weekend, which is just killer. So my one was Gus. Now moving to you, Joy Arrow, who was your player you held too long?
5: Little Pappy. held him through that first injury when a lot of people traded him. And so, I can't remember how long it was. It was like four weeks or some shit, though. And then what did I get rewarded for? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he came through and got like <laughs> and I think I keep on holding him for a bit Because I think it was supposed to not be the, I think it's the concussion I think he was supposed to be back in a couple of weeks And then it turned out to be fucking heaps So I ended up holding him for like
4: seven weeks Or something for fucking nothing
2: <laughs> Cobbs, cool, moving to you Who was the player that you held too long?
4: Uh, mine was Christian Welch And it was more just probably A um, bit of a case of holding player like that over Origin where their team just, he just played, his minutes went well down. he His offloads pretty much got mm-hmm. stopped or banged on the head by Bellamy and, yeah, he just wasn't scoring. Lost about 150K and, yeah, when there was other good mids out there that were starting to shoot up the ranks, uh, he was definitely one that Maybe I'll get a lesson from it next year, but maybe I won't. I'll stuff it up again and <laughs> be here talking about it at the awards again.
2: Definitely. Now, Kyle, wrap us up. Who was the player that you held too long?
4: Yeah, I, I
3: definitely hope I don't make the same mistake with this fucking spud next year. But um, <laughs> I've had him since round running. I've still got him, and it's our dud, Mr. Roberts. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's
2: picked Fair up. Fair enough. He's
3: on the I've Roberts' side i still tried. got him. Um, you know, look – but i couldn't resist it at the start of the year you know i knew he, he's a he's a proven gun but he's now a fallen gun never ever to rise from the ashes in my fantasy team ever again um look you know he was he was a good price to start the year and you know you kind of expect some sort of uh you know uh something from him for that price uh, but man he just absolutely killed me so you know when he when he got dropped i thought oh, okay, I'll hold him for a bit. You know, he might he might get another chance. Um, he never got any more chances, and when he did, he scored me single bloody digits. So, yeah, fuck, should never have got him. But <laughs> could have Still hurting. Still, hurt. still hurting, man. You. I couldn't, couldn't resist the urge, unfortunately, Mister Roberts.
2: You are, yeah, you are very hurt, mate. All right, boys, moving on. Who is a player that you will never choose again? Joy, starting with you.
5: I generally don't like to use, like, never again, but uh, I'll tell you what, I would rather eat a big bag of dicks than pick Robert's <laughs> again.
2: Who is it? Sorry, you just cut out. Who do you, who you know again?
5: Uh, it was, I'd rather eat a big bag of dicks than pick Robert's again.
2: Robert's. Ah. Wow. You New Zealanders. He's hurt you as
5: well. He's hurt a, a
0: few people.
2: Uh, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> wow. You just lost the plot, Corbs. Who have you got?
4: Uh, probably not never again, but your three date rule, I'll need to see six dates from this <laughs> bloke before he comes into my <laughs> team again. The uh, t- uh, Jason Tomalolo, And oh, it's probably – I like
5: it. Big call, call. I like Yeah, it also like goes it. with
4: any cowboy under Peyton. I'm just – I don't know if they'll make it into my team unless they're really going to make some coin. He just – I don't know. He just, yeah, he's a shadow of what he used to
2: be. And moving on to Tim. Tim, we just lost you. Did your mistress just call your phone or something, mate?
1: <laughs> uh, no, I dropped my phone. <laughs> my phone fell over again.
2: Oh, nice. Well, moving on to you, who's the player that you will never choose again?
1: Oh, yeah. oh, no, it's a hard one because, like I say, I don't keep As soon as they stuff up, I get rid of them. But, um. <laughs> Peachy I probably am hesitant to touch ever again depending on what he does next year he, um, I had him for a, for a little bit and he just gave <clears> me pain <throat> the whole time so I know it's probably a bit harsh on him but I think that's him I, I can't see myself going back or Morgan Boyle could be another one <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> alright boys my one was Mark Seney No, sorry, Zach Sini. Now, recommendation from Mark, and I know he's listening from Fantasy Amateurs. Great fellow, Mark, but realistically, that was the worst call of all time. He did have a great debut, I'll give you that, of 45, but his second game with negative one (laughs) against the Titans. (laughs) And the problem was, his stupid smug face on my app (laughs) for 10 weeks. Stuck on your bench. It was every day a reminder... Not to ever pick anything against your gut ever again, and Zach Sini is my choice. Andy, moving to you.
0: Mine was the man, Maddie Moylan. Oh <laughs> my gosh! I, I, I was telling everyone at the start. I said Maddie Moylan will never make my team again. He will make my team, and then all of a sudden there was this little. Little, like boost of confidence from the team saying, "Oh, he might play half. He might play all right. I'll <laughs> okay. pick him up." He's trying to house down. <laughs> never again. I've deleted his number. I've I deleted think my- the app. He's off Insta. He's off Facebook. He, he, he ate. I blocked his email. He's not getting back on my team ever again. Sorry, Matt. You're done. Fair I'm enough. Sorry.
2: Fair enough. He <laughs> will lead us to the premiership this year, though. Now, Carl, oh, so, right. to wrap us up. Who is the? Player that you'll never choose again.
3: I already spoke about the prick, James Roberts, never again. (laughs) Raise him from my memory and
0: fuck (laughs)
2: off. Hey, Chris Benoit, settle down. Benoit. (laughs) You have got, you want to fight him, don't you, Uh, Kylie? Nah, I
3: might get slapped around by that rat's tail.
2: (laughs) You don't like each other. All right, one of the great categories to wrap us up, gentlemen. it's the first player that you will choose for your classic team in 2021. Arrow, why don't you kick us off?
5: Um, if he's available at the centre, that would be Matt Burton. He priced at 47. He should deliver over 55, which should be heaps more than all the other centres. So just lock comes straight in.
2: Yeah, playing for the Bulldogs, he might get 105 average next year. Now, turning to you, Shooter, who's the first player? This is an interesting one for you because... You're obviously, going to turn over your whole team with your eight rounds, but <laughs> who's the first player that you want to choose?
1: I, I think personally, I'm just you have to go, you can't go past Nathan Cleary, can you? Or the, can you go Nathan Cleary or Turbo? Nathan Cleary is probably the safe option. Turbo is bound to die, hammy racing some guy down Kings Cross or what do you call it in Sydney. Of <laughs> course, and, and um, yeah, so uh, I don't know, one of those two. I'm going to probably go Nathan. You can't go past him. If you don't have him in your team, he's probably just going to go to like $3 million and take up most of your cap anyway. So (laughs) you might as well get him in early.
2: Yeah, I think you boys wrap it up. Either Turbo or Cleary. Just want to wait on a little bit of news, whether he needs a reconstruction. It seems a lot of the boys that come back from shoulder reconstructions this year really struggled. Ponga, Sifatelakai, heaps of them. So I just want to kind of see that. But Andy, who's your choice for the first player chosen for 2021?
0: Uh, I think centre was a very, very tough position this year. Um, Matt Burden could have been one, but I think we're going to go left field if and especially see how he's going to be played. But I think you and Aiken having a second role at centre oh, is just shut killer. Shut up. up. <laughs> yes. Andy, yeah. you, know, hey, you know, a, se- a second someday. row
2: Andy, a second at centre
0: is, is this gun. Going to get him in and draft?
2: Andy, Come Sunday, he's not in your draft team anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't pick him. I'm out. No, no. No, I, I think second row or centre, if the centre's a top position, but do you remember when John Bateman came in the game first in? He, he was like an 80-point scorer and he was at, uh, he came in a 400K and playing at centre. I think it's just killer. And they're very risky, very hard to pick. So if he's playing centre and he's uh, – I'm sorry, if he's playing second row and he's at position at centre, he's in your team.
2: You know, yeah how, for sure. You know how good John Badenman's going at the moment? He got dropped by Wigan to the bench last week. Oh geez.
3: Well,
0: yeah.
2: All right, two to go. Kyle. Who's your player first chosen for 2021?
3: Yeah, look, um, you know, centers with dual position playing in second rows and halves and fullbacks, you know, they're always they're always definitely one ones ones to watch, you know. centres, as we already know this year, we know from last year. We know that they're just going to be troublesome positions. Um, so one of those sorts of guys would be a second choice for me, but for me, my first choice, and you cannot, uh, you just can't go past them. It's, it's for me, he's going to be less than 500K. He's already shown early in the season what he can do before he got knocked out, and that's Ryan Nelson. He's going to be, mm. be for, between 440 and 480 mm. grand next year. No, it's going to be
0: quite a bit more than that. We reckon um, they raise him up. No, his average is like
3: 47, so his price would be
5: based around that. So it
2: would be more like 600. What, even Ooh. after he gets a negative score from the Sharks covering him up on the weekend?
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Turn it up.
3: Um, yeah, now nah, for me, um, based on my estimates, you know, my uh, my estimates might be wrong. But, now nah, for me, if, if he's in the prices that I've I've sort of looked at and that I think he'll be, he'll be my first pickup If he's not, and he's higher than
4: what I want, he won't be my first.
2: Beautiful. And to wrap us up, Josh Corby, who's your first chosen player for
4: 2021? Uh, Yeah, it'll be either Turbo or Cleary, just that captain choice. Mm -hmm. I do like Eddie's shout, though, of um, Burton. I think he's going to be a pretty um, uh, high-popular favourite sort of to get in there. But Andy, I'm – Sort of happy that he wants to come 10,000th again with his first pick in Aiken. Hey, that's, it's that's not my good. only pick. Clearly, will make my
0: team for sure, but yeah. Hey, Aiken's in there.
2: He's building his team around Aiken.
0: He's, he's in a draft, so it's all good. still yeah. 500 bucks. The dual,
2: the dual positioning will come in handy later in the oh, season. 100%. <laughs>
0: Putting out spot fires in 2022. I guess it's going to be worse. I'll tell you what, uh, you think you're over it, but it's going to get worse before it gets better.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to an end of a crazy season on Talking League. Just want to thank all the listeners, whether you tune in on Facebook, whether you listen on Spotify or Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Really appreciate you joining us from the very first show that when we started in January. To Corby and Andy, you've been brilliant this year. And to the three <laughs> Kiwi boys, Kyle, Timmy and Eddie, thank you for joining us late, and we look forward to working you. ...working with you guys closer in 2022. But just a big thank you to the Diamond Team our podcast network. Anthony and the boys over there really helping us with our commercial sides of things. And hopefully we'll bring that even bigger and better for 2022. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, stay safe. I know most people are in lockdown, whether you're in New Zealand... ...or you're in the east coast of Australia. You guys all stay safe and hopefully we'll be out of this soon. But enjoy the last round of NRL Fantasy... And we'll see you again for another action packed season at Talking League. We'll see you back in January. Well
0: done. 2022 in New Zealand.
5: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's (laughs) right.